I'm Clayton English. And I'm Greg Glaude. And this is a War on Drugs Quick Fix. All right, Clayton, what's going on, man? What's up, man? We got another quick fix for the people. We do have another quick fix for the people. And this one um, is kind of a follow-up after our our Johan Hari episode. Amazing guests really got into kind of the nitty-gritty, how this all started, where the incentives lie, like really the the groundwork of the war on drugs that we're still fighting over 100 years later in this country. Right, the basis from which it was founded, and it's, it's a real shaky foundation. You know, we did kind of harp on a lot of the the problems, but one of the great things about I, I love Johan's book because it does get into what actually works, what can work, and like where has it worked. And so he really gets into yeah. a lot of actual solutions to these problems when everyone's like, yeah, what do you do about you know people struggling with addiction or the opioid epidemic or all this crime that comes from from this? And and that's one thing about the Johan episode. It was great because he gave so much information and solutions, and it was just. So much that he gave us, we couldn't even put it all in one episode. So that's why we have these quick fixes. And here's more with Johan Hart. Am I saying his name right? I do not want to mess up people's name. Okay. Yeah. All right. So people are going to hear this and they hear the problems, but... um, let us know what solutions look like. Mm-hmm. One of the things that's so exciting about this, Clayton, is there are incredibly good solutions, and we could move to them really quickly. And I went to places that had done it. So in the year 2000, Portugal had one of the worst drug problems in the world. 1% of the population was addicted to heroin, which is staggering. It's a significantly worse situation than, than in the US at the moment. And every year they tried the American way more. They arrested more people, they imprisoned more people, they shamed more people. And every year the problem got worse. Until finally, the leader of the opposition and the prime minister got together and they were like, look, we can't carry on like this with ever more people being addicted to heroin. What are we going to do? So they decided to do something really radical, something no one had done since Harry Anslinger took over the Federal Bureau of Narcotics. They said, should we like ask some scientists what we should do? So they looked at all the evidence. They looked at Rat Park. They took two years. They really did a deep dive into this. And they came back and they said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to decriminalise all drugs, from cannabis to crack, the whole lot. But, and this is the crucial next step, we're going to take all the money we currently spend on screwing people's lives up, arresting them, shaming them, imprisoning them. And we're going to spend all that money instead on turning their lives around. The main thing they did was a huge program of reconnection for people with addiction problems. Say you used to be a mechanic. They go to a garage and they say, if you employ this guy for a year, we'll pay half his wages. They spent most of that stuff on helping get people into work and on getting people housing. And the results were very clear. The best research on this was done by the British Journal of Criminology. They found addiction fell by more than 50%. Overdose rates fell by more than 80%. HIV transmission among drug users fell by 90%. Massive fall in street crime, prostitution. Um, And one of the ways you know it worked really well is hardly anyone in Portugal wants to go back. And this is something I saw all over the world. Um, When you propose going beyond the war on drugs, it's hugely controversial, right? People think it's crazy. And then people see it in practice. And it's not perfect. They've still got some problems in Portugal, to be sure. But there's such a drastic improvement. The support becomes extremely high. And 
this is what's so encouraging and maddening is that the alternatives work, right? If you treat people with addiction problems with love and compassion and you give them very practical help, targeted help to change their lives that are loving and compassionate, you you maximise your chances of them having a good life and not causing problems for the society. And if you just beat the shit out of them in the way that our systems do, you increase the chances of them having a terrible life or dying and causing problems for the rest of the society. Sometimes we say, oh, it doesn't work. Well, that's true, but that's way understating how dumb what we're doing is. It's not that it doesn't work, it's that it makes the problem worse, right? Right. I'm Greg Glaude. And I'm Clayton English. And this has been a War on Drugs Quick Fix. Thanks for listening. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.